with another episode of um, Conversation with Muse After Hours. Um, and I have my psychic here with me. I don't know what we're going to be blabbing about today, but we are going to have a really nice conversation about something that will be hopefully helpful to you and the people that are around it you. It literally just hit me that we don't have a topic. <laughs> And this is generally when we have the best conversations. Forgive me because I'm kind of like multitasking, which I say never to do because you can't get anything done. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, we're multitasking today. And um, one of the things that I wanted to kind of speak about was, and this is going to (laughs) be punctuality. So you and I just spoke about... um, professionalism right and no this is going to be very lighthearted, super okay. simple right. uh we spoke about professionalism and um expectations like for example you know i told you a situation where where your your feedback to me was well maybe um set person didn't expect you to be as professional as you were right so is there a distinction between can you separate personal from business because I'm very, business is business, is strictly financial. I will, in a heartbeat, separate family, friend, anything um, from the business. Is that something that you do well? Is that easy for you? Or it's like you can't work with people that you have a close friendship or some kind of a relationship with? I mean, I think a great business partner is someone you have a good relation, like good relations with. Um I think it's very important the energy that you put off. Like mm-hmm. if you pe- people will respect what you put out. So if you always jokey jokey all the time, I mean, it doesn't even have to be business. If it's a, a situation where um, I'm organized or I'm on it like that, I'm setting that expectation ahead of time, so you kind of know mm-hmm. what to expect. Mm-hmm. But when, but it, it is a little different if you're really goofy all the time, and then now you expect me to take you seriously. It's about the energy overall. But if I'm naturally a fun, going, like, goofy, busting jokes all the time person, and then I'm like, yo, you know, I want you to come to my comedy show, and I'm in my person, like, I'm now, I'm on stage. Like, this is business. I'm getting a check to be here. Mm -hmm. And you don't see it as that. Does that insinuate that you don't respect my craft? I think to, to a degree, it might. It might, because... And it's, it's sometimes it's unintentional. Mm-hmm. Like being a photographer, I've I've gone through this a lot, right? I've gone through this a lot with people thinking, uh, people not they just saw they just see that I have dope photos, but they don't they haven't seen me in action. Mm. Haven't necessarily seen me in action. Okay, but it does mean that they don't take it seriously. But I think it's not in a malicious way. Like it's almost like. It's almost like ignorance. I didn't know. I okay. Didn't, I didn't know. And then once you do, or once you put off that energy that they you do know, then you can move it a little different. But sometimes it's unintentional. But sometimes people just don't want to see you in a different word in, in, in a different way. Ooh. I've Legit. never I've never thought of that. That they don't want to see. It's not. It's not about. This is not about support or any yeah. of that stuff. It's literally not seeing you in a different like you can't see me in my comedian bag because you're so used to me just like uh-huh. being the friend that's funny exactly. so you can't see me in like an actual this is my profession this is what i work towards that's a good point i've never thought about it think like about, that uh, honestly think, because think about it um if you've known someone a certain way that means you guys are on the same level mm, to a certain degree 
to a degree. Okay, to yeah. a degree. Yeah. But when you see that person is doing something different, we're all human beings. I will always say that. I always check myself. I think it's something important to do. Always constantly check yourself because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm having an episode where I might be a little jealous or I might be this mm-hmm. or that. I think it's important to always check yourself. And we don't ever want to see ourselves. Yeah, yeah. But that's a... that's a. Is it, is you human? You're literally... <laughs> I just had like a moment because that is so true. We are humans and we have those emotions and whether we, some of us don't hone into it or tap into it, but mm-hmm. okay, or continue acknowledge or right? acknowledge it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you, some, sometimes it's a situation where, okay, let's say you go to this comedy, comedy show. It's usually us. We have our small little group where to some degree, we're all kind of inclusive. We like to have our friend to ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's a little selfish, mm-hmm. a little selfish mm-hmm. characteristic. Mm-hmm. But you go to this show and now he's getting love from everybody or you doing this. It's like, you, you, it's almost like a fear of losing your best friend sometimes. Like this person is... Hold on now, you you potted, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's psychological. What? Literally, like... It's almost as if you don't want to take this person seriously because it also means it, Then that you probably lose them to their craft. I've never wanted to like accept that, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and accept the fact that... And this is not... this is I'm not trying to put a blanket over any situation, but you are so used to seeing me as the funny person that if everyone starts loving my funny... You're not so funny. No, I'm just saying, like in our in our example, in our example, I, I'm I'm low key like dry humor, like sarcasm. Sarcasm is my bad, but um, no. But if I'm the tell bust jokes friend who gets the room cracking up all the time, mm-hmm. when I start taking it for like my job, job, like like you said, you're like, damn. So now she's gonna go on tour. We're gonna lose her. But we're not thinking about it as we're gonna lose them. You're just like you said, we're selfish in a sense that. We want our friends to ourselves, and that's it. Like that's the person I know. No new friends. Like, and, and, and that's the person I know. That's the person I yeah. want to be content with. Oh. And then you're not seeing that, yo, I'm stretching, bro. I'm, I'm growing. So, so you can't see me for comedic me. You can see me for fun-loving friend, always there. Mm-hmm. I support you. You support me. But, wow. So how does that... I think we're going somewhere else with this, but so, how? So does think about it like this, because because for me, because so because you're human, you 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 will feel. You can't stop yourself from mm-hmm. having emotion. Mm-hmm. I think if you're a good friend, you want acknowledge it, mm-hmm. right? Because I always say this as much as I can. I always try to check myself. I check myself, acknowledge it, because it's not imaginary, and then you you act on it. Meaning that okay, I wasn't taking him serious before. I came a little late to the show, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Ain't that serious? Whenever, whenever we go out to to the, to the club or something like that, he's always late. I'm always late. So coming up to late to the shows, like whatever. Not it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But then, you, but then you finally pull up and it starts punctually on time. Yeah. Right? He's in the middle of his set, C- cracking up the crowd, and you're like, damn, I wasn't here for that. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, you acknowledge it that it's yo, he's serious. And then from there, you you move in the positive and you, you, you start to move in the right way. Now, what if your friend doesn't, and this is very strange, your mm-hmm. friend or your buddy, what if they don't, they don't want to see you in that light? Not saying they don't want you to be successful because that's not what this is about. They wish you all the best. But what if it, it's very hard for them to now take on this new you, like this professional you? Like, yes, you're used to going to work. You know that I work. Like, all of that stuff because they mm-hmm. support you. But this new professional you that's like, 
oh, I'm on time. Like, yeah, when we go to the club, I'm always late. But for this, we need to be on time. Um, if I'm taking you to an event with me, when I tell you to come at 4, I expect you to be here at 4, not at 5.30. Mm-hmm. Like, what then happens? Because I know a conversation couldn't happen. But again, we've been doing... We've been doing this every time we go out. We're late. Yeah. Dinner starts at four. We're there at four thirty. Like this is our vibe. So why all of a sudden now should I change my cadence to match your cadence? Because now you're a professional. So what? What some people is, I, I think overall, you have to acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Because you can also you can always see when someone you want to mm-hmm. ever call someone jealous or you want to call them this or that because mm-hmm. those are hurtful ways to approach someone. But you can acknowledge when person doesn't see you the right way. I okay. think it's important to just um, honestly just move forward in that direction. And if they move along, they move along with you. Okay. It's almost like, okay, let's say, okay, we usually used to always being late. All right. I'm a solo artist, artist sometimes. So if we're supposed to be there at a specific time, I start to volunteer. Let's, let's just go, let's go separately. I'll meet you there. Mm. And, and before you know it, the, the trend changes. It will be the same people around each other, but I'm going to show up on time and believe it or not, you start seeing them. So you start matching my cadence of, oh, snap, I see that she's on time or he's on time. Yeah, literally. Honestly, just be. It's easy said and done, but sometimes it's literally just be a leader. Leader, and sometimes they'll follow. If they see the pattern that they like, um, they'll follow. And another thing, for example, like, just to kind of tell you, just to kind of show you how deep it can get sometimes. Like, I'm a, so in my process of becoming a photographer, I've been shooting for a very long time. I started freshman year in high school mm-hmm. in videography would have like that now amongst friendly competition amongst um creatives is very very important mm-hmm. right so just to kind of let you know how it can be sometimes you start to see work you start to see other people's work and you start to see them up their game um i don't think it's a horrible thing to acknowledge that sometimes you can get jealous because because sometimes we don't want we want to go to that gray area and not call it black and white. Sometimes you're having a jealous moment where mm. you you <laughs> you don't want to necessarily their work to not kind of be stagnant, but you don't necessarily want it as like better than yours. Like we have those little weird moments as videographers and as creators. We I don't think we like to always acknowledge it out loud. Mm, but, but somewhere inside there's a tingle i don't know i don't i don't have i think moments of jealousy for me only like i can't say only but mostly is it like what it has to do with like someone i'm probably romantically involved with like mm-hmm. why is he talking to her or um but when it comes to craft and people being better i genuinely i want you to like if we're in film school and you're overpowering i'm like now I see that as like competition. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not jealous that yours is better. Now I, it's fuel under me to motivate me to be like, oh, Ray's good, but I'm going to be better. So let me ask you, if, if, if we're playing on words, because maybe it can be wording, because some may just see it as just simple. Some people are. Some people, there is that little jealousy, that, that fire that tingles in them that's like, oh, my, I cannot believe he's doing better than me. So doesn't that fire or that whatever, let that, Maybe it's it's two. Di- I think it's two different emotions because jealousy can be. I'm. I'm. And I know that for sure. But um, there is also a part of it where jealousy doesn't. Jealousy doesn't turn into motivation. Okay. Jealousy turns into envy. Uh, jealousy turns into why her and not me. Uh, why him and not me. Wordplay. Um, where um, where the motivation comes, like where it's just like. <sighs> 
he's doing better. All right, the motivation comes in. It's like, it, I don't envy you, mm-hmm. but I know that you're great, but I also am great, and I need to show you that I'm yeah. great. Okay, okay. Um, so there is both. Both can be a factor. So that's why I'm saying, like, if I'm see if I see you winning in a space, I'm like, damn, uh, so that, I see you. That acknowledgement. What, what, what would you call that? Like that little. If you, if you, and I'm not a. I wish we had like a therapist or psychologist in here, to who who, who can identify. Are you a that psychologist it, that want to be here? Pull up, pull, up, pull, up. pull up on me for real. Yeah. No. What is like? What is that? That little thing that says, "Hmm, oh, that's nice." Like what is it can that? it can be fed from different things. That's what I'm saying. It can be fed from jealousy. It can mm-hmm. be fed from motivation. But I don't um, like I said. I think jealousy is the a byproduct of also envy, mm-hmm. um, which is why you see um, working relationships or like you said to our, to our original example. If you and I are friends, and you know, I'm like, oh, I want to do a podcast, and you're like, yeah, do it, and then you're like, oh, I was thinking about doing a podcast too. And then you see me do a podcast and my podcast is doing great. And then now you're, you're deciding to do a podcast and it's not doing as great. It's just like, why is her podcast doing better? That mm. is not motivation. That's jealousy. And uh, because we're friends, you thought that we should be on the same wavelength because as friends, there's a mutual, there's a mutual thing between us as friends that we align on okay. that, that keeps us friends. But the moment my, my, my thing starts to go here and you're not there with me, we're still just here our core thing probably is just like we're big on loyalty. We're big on this. Our family, like we have some core things that keep us as friends. Yeah. But the moment now my career is different, and we're supposed to be in the same career path, my career path is taken off a little bit more than yours. Some can use it as motivation, and some can be envious to the point that now it strays our friendship. Mm. Um, so I think in your what you're saying is to recognize what moment you are. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of self awareness. It really takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of us don't want to tap into self-awareness because that gives us a lot about ourselves. Maybe I was feeling jealous, but I didn't know it. And mm-hmm. I don't want to accept that I'm jealous of my friend. Yeah. And the, the acceptance of that is very hard. Yeah. And, but I think it's very important. Whatever that thing is, is important to acknowledge it mm-hmm. and the way you act upon it. For me, it's like I see it as motivation and I'm very competitive. I'm very, very competitive. And that only drives me. But I think that's very important because one, you can, you, like you said, you can go one way to the other. You can just envious and want the worst for this individual, but mine would never be that. I would acknowledge it and just. And I don't think it's one in the worst. It's you ever hear the saying that they want you to do good, but never better than them. Yes. I so it's not even I. It's not even I want the worst for you. I just don't want you to be better than me. Mm-hmm. Where. That's that jealousy comes in. Motivation doesn't say, I don't care if you're better than me at one point, but I'm going to figure out a way to get mm-hmm. ahead if that's what I want to be. So think about someone like Jay-Z. Jay-Z's friends are probably just motivate, motiv- like his real friends are probably just motivated by the fact that he is a billionaire. I'm not necessarily, if I become a billionaire, that's great, but I'm living a great life. I make millions a year and I'm good. If I become that, I aspire to that, but... I never, I'm, I'm not trying to chase you in that billion race, you know, um, because everybody is not like that. And um, I don't want to make this about like money, but everyone is not trying to say, 
how do I get the next bag? Some people are like, listen, I just want contentment and happiness. If I'm making 200 million a year, I'm content. And that's good. My family is fed, my this, my that, my that. But, um, and then some people are like, nah, 200 is not enough. I need to mm -hmm. get to the Billy. I need to, I need to be on that Jay-Z. So I, th I think it's, I, I think it's different, but that was, that was a good the snippet. Yeah, I know, because I'm just thinking, like, you cannot see me now in my professional light, mm -hmm. which is very, very important. Like, that, I think, is a takeaway for me. Like, you don't see me in my professional light. Literally, literally. And sometimes you got to, and, and literally, that's what happens sometimes when you when you start dropping, like, some friends, friends start to drop off, like, little flies. Mm -hmm. It's the ones who can acknowledge what it is and move along with you and some people are going to be like mm, and they're going to turn to jealousy yeah, this is not the person and that i knew start, the friends start to drop they start to drop they start to drop are you that friend I, literally in your friend group no seriously in your friend group are you that friend that's just like oh me and me and jessica grew up doing this and now she's she's i don't know a physician or a doctor so i don't know dr jessica so we can't be friends anymore or that's not what aligns me with her or she has kids and that doesn't align me with her, so I'm not gonna be her friend mm -hmm. anymore. You kind of trigger yourself away. Yeah. Wow, you we have to check ourselves, and I like that. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I was hoping you was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I really had to. No, but it's check check within yourself. Check yourself, and also check within your friend group. Um, what kind of friend are you? How are how are you being supportive and Sometimes I, I have moments where I sit and cry and I call my best friend. I'm like, am I a horrible friend? And she is, <laughs> she does not sugarcoat. Like, uh, she'd be like, well, you do this or that, or you're really great at this. And I have to, within myself over the years, check myself I am as a friend. Like, show up for people, not only because I want them to show up for me, but show up for them because I genuinely want to show up. And then they'll, it would be reciprocated because as a friend, they like me, they respect me, they treasure what we have as a friend. So then, you know, it's naturally reciprocated. So I think that's really good to check your, check yourself. Wow, that's yeah. really good. Because, I mean, it, it, and that requires you to honestly go really deep because we all just in general have this, um, when we look at ourselves, we have this uh, moral compass that we think that we live by mm. Meaning that i would never do this i would never do this never i would never, never. Do this. Yes, yes bro and then when it when it comes to situations where now you're challenged if you're if you are like a really good friend and you're true to this individual and you guys your wavelengths are supposed to be on the same wavelength then you'll continue to move in the same direction but if you weren't meant to be together then things will blow and up. And, and it's okay. No, people grow apart. That is yeah. perfectly fine. People Absolutely grow apart. Fine. People are in your life. For, and we spoke about seasons before where mm -hmm. one season is not the same as the next. So a friend that you have in this season may not translate to the next season. And it's okay to prune your friends. It's okay to prune relationships. Like that's how life evolves. The tree does not stay the same um, all year round and the leaves, you know, it gets its pruning where the leaves fall off and then it reblossoms. So even if you have a really good friend that you're no longer in contact with or anything, I don't think that makes you a bad person. Like, you know, people are there for a reason. Um, but I do think that it is super important to acknowledge where you are, um, who you are, um, and show up for people. 
and, that's, and, and that's the important. biggest thing to also say about seasons is that we need to also acknowledge that everyone is going through their own season as well. Yes. Because when I'm going through my season and I'm, I'm learning about this, we might fall off. We might not necessarily You may fall not off. call as much. Yes. We may not speak as much. Mm-hmm. And we have to respect that. Wow. And I think when it comes to business, right, um, like I said, for me, business is business. It's strictly financial. Mm-hmm. I can separate a personal relationship and a business relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if you and I are such great friends and you say, oh, Monique, let's do this and let's make money together. I can put aside the personal stuff. When it comes to business meetings, money. I can put aside the fact that we went out to lunch yesterday and I paid because right now we're talking about some different type of money. We ain't talking about lunch money. We're talking about some different type of thing. And a lot of people aren't able to do that, which is why you see a lot of um, businesses with friends kind of fall out because they don't know how to separate that. They can't mm-hmm. separate the personal from the business. And sometimes you leave some people behind because... You might be okay. You might be able to do it, mm-hmm. and that person low key becomes angry because they honestly just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and sometimes it turns into something like it's completely off. Now, now you get into that jealousy stage, like where you like, okay, this person is just being honestly jealous or whatever like that. So, know who's in your circle, man. And then, like, think about it like this. If I use an example, let's say we're talking about the seasons, why it's so important. Mm-hmm. You might say, okay, in your season right now, you're single, you're you're hustling right now, and you have your craft. And you might have a best friend who is in a different season. They have kids. They have a family to take mm-hmm, care of. Mm-hmm. But you guys may not communicate as much, but you guys go through your particular season. But in her season, she's learning how to manage a bunch of kids, a whole entire mm-hmm, family. Mm-hmm. She's low-key learning to be a manager. And then that season might collide several years later when she's learned to manage She's not your manager now. Mm-hmm. You trust her. The, the the solid thing is there. You trust her as much as you can, but you're hustling now. Now you 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 need somebody to help you. Who better to help you? She's the kids are older now. She can help you now. Like I've seen so many people's wavelength just kind of go in different directions, and different years later they they blessed. come right back. Yeah. And respect the process. Respect yeah. the process, and it's okay if you guys in different directions i think that's absolutely fine yeah because yeah. i i and i think um i think friendship it, friendship is such a precious thing and i i try to give people like you said give them their space to understand what season they're in mm-hmm. because there's days where i don't want to speak to anybody doesn't nope. mean i don't love you the same doesn't mean i don't respect you the same but i also am going through my season mm-hmm. and you should be able to respect that and like I said, pruning pruning your friends is a thing. Do it. Yes. <laughs> Don't yeah. hold on to something that um, it's a bad apple, right? Mm-hmm. Because you've been friends for 20 years. We've been friends for 15 years. Doesn't mean that you have to stay friends. Like, you can love from a distance. Yes. I The Bible commands us to love, but you can love from a distance. Yes. And also, I think it's okay also to, to create layers of friendship as well. Because... This might be my friend who, because 20 years is a long time. Yeah. I think it's okay to have valuable, like, you can't replace experience or, or situations that you got been through. I trust this person. Mm-hmm. But you might not be the friend that I trust to do this. Yeah. I have amazing friends that I cannot trust to make a deadline or whatever like that. But they've been here for me when I needed. And they can do other things. They play a role. So my cousin yeah. has this, my cousin had this, this inside joke where, she always say that um, set friends 
have like A, B, and C, like A-list friends, B-list friends, yeah. C-list friends, where the A-list friends like get to go to all the big things and the nice things, and they go to blah, 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 blah. The B-list friends get invited certain times out, <laughs> but everyone knows that they're, everyone knows their role, yeah. and yeah. no one is offended mm-hmm. by, okay, I know that we're not A or B-list friends, we're C-list friends, so I may get an invitation once a year to something i get a checkup and a call here but the a-list friends are going to dinner every week and you know the b-list friends are may get invited to the wedding the c-list friends definitely don't get invited to the wedding or it's like some weird thing like that but you know if if you're able to say okay and understand where you stand with people i Mm -hmm. think the expectation what we expect from people because we're willing to give it is and it's not reciprocated we get disappointed so it's kind of also just understanding where in your friend group you are and just like have conversations speak where if you're an adult speak it's 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 fine and what you will identify about like her her a-listers the b-listers and c-listers the ones who will support her the most are t- typically going to be the a-listers yeah like you'll you'll identify the ones who are going to show up on time who's going to respect you as a uh, as an actual professional are going to mm-hmm. be the ones who are on a higher level of those lists Sometimes you, like, for example, I think it's very important to network and, and, and not just crush certain relationships. But when you identify what layer this person is, you can move a certain way with them. This is my friend. Like, I might have a close friend who does not go out. That person does not go out at all. But I might have this friend right here. They turn up. They turn up, but I would never trust this in <laughs> To do certain things, yeah. yeah like, there for a good time, but not, not all the time. Mm-hmm. No, oh, that's amazing. So again, I this is this is a great conversation. I really wanted to kind of put perspective to the professional you and mm-hmm. the personal you and how that how people differentiate that. And you brought up a really great point. Some people just can't respect the professional you because they don't know that side of you. They you can't respect the managerial you because they don't know you as their manager. They know you as the homegirl. And it's just like you become the manager and it's just like Girl, I'm gonna be late anyways. Like we friends, and it's just like, but I'm your manager. How? <laughs> That's crazy. I've seen it happen so many times, and it's 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 crazy because people really have a tough time doing that transition. Yeah, it's like how do you listen? We just got through talking or doing this the other night or turning up. You know what I mean? And you, now you want me to listen to you as my manager? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. So what was your transition? So I'm pretty sure everyone, every professional does this like let's say we we leave for college let's say four or five years later now they see you in a diff they have to come see you in a different light mm-hmm. how's that transitioning period for you um in the past when you've had to kind of show them that yo i'm not the same person i'm a professional this is not the same monique um i think naturally i give that off mm-hmm. right i think um i'm good at like I said, separating the business from the personal, I'm mm-hmm. really good at that. And I think just my cadence, my the way I am, the energy and the vibe that I give off, like if I come into a room and it's friendly, you'll get my friendly vibe. That just comes off like naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm business, I come into the room, my business vibe is on and you're just like, oh yeah. shit, like she's not playing right now like all right cool she's here for the business and you've seen me in rooms where i'm different like you see me in the fun loving and you see me in the all right this is business damn she ain't even trying to crack a joke right now all right cool um yeah so um, that's me bro literally <laughs> yeah and i think the the transition for me is i'm i'm me through and through but when it's time to get the business done i get it done and um 
like you said, I guess some people just don't know when to pick up on that or probably don't take that as serious. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if there is like a linear answer to your question, but I do know that one thing I'm really good at is just when I come into the room, you know what type of vibe I'm on. Like if I'm not here for jokes, I'm not here. You will get that vibe. If I'm here for the fun loving, you'll get that vibe. Um, but when it's business, it's business. And I don't take business lightly. It's funny because I think we have that in, in common. Um, so I have techniques that I use to make sure. They know you all Because I'm a photographer. So if you haven't been to one of my sessions, then um, you just don't know what I do. You just know I make I take create, photos. Yeah. I shoot models. <laughs> And you want to be the oil guy. That's how my boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, it's crazy how I and I, I've gotten to the point where I've, I've seen how people react, and I kind of value it, and mm -hmm. and it helps me see that they're taking me seriously. But it starts with just the energy, the way you approach. So when I'm out with the guys, I'm vibing, it's cool, whatever, like that, or just a friend, mm -hmm. because everyone needs photos. Everyone, um, like. Especially when you got your friends from college, now they're having kids, they get married eventually. So sometimes they'll think it'll, it's going to be awkward. It could be yeah. awkward or whatever like that. So the moment I, I walk into a session, the first thing, well, first of all, is the homework before. So it's about hitting them up earlier, um, seeing the emails, seeing your reminders. People respect reminders. When you're sending several reminders and you're making them feel like, okay, this is real. Actually, it starts with the mood board. You ask them to do a mood board, and now they're getting the ideas together, and mm -hmm. it, it start it establishes that okay, this person okay, we're it's not just serious. Like, yeah, 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 and yeah, yes, yes, there. yes. Something as simple as like okay, the other night we were kind of joking or whatever like that, but now we we walked into the room and I cracked the same similar joke, but he ain't laughing at it, or and I just get right to the point. <laughs> so he knows that. Listen, we here to work. We, we not here, here to, to fun. Got it. That's that's good. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I, I think that, um, and again, it's not that when we're doing business, it's we don't have fun and games, mm -hmm. but we have to know how to, to separate that. So, yeah. yeah, that's super interesting. So, guys, this was a fun little quick conversation. Um, we started off not knowing what topic we were going to talk about, but here we are, 20, probably 30 minutes deep into something that's really significant, and we can probably elaborate more, yeah. but we're not. Um, if you guys got to this point of the this episode, go ahead, and if you have not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, follow us on social media uh, at Muse Marketing Group on Instagram and on Facebook. And tell your friends and family about it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. We'll see you next time on After Hours. Yeah. Bye.